Welcome to Life on the Illinois Prairie. Your host is Wendy Fleming Dexter, and after 30 years living in small town Illinois, she has stories to tell. Past cornfields and factories, into the heart of Amish country. There's more here than what meets the eye, far beyond what you think you know. So buckle up and stay tuned. This is Life on the Illinois Prairie. Hello and welcome to Life on the Illinois Prairie. Today is part two of our discussion about good customer service. We've realized that customer service seems to be lacking, but if you look hard enough, you can always find good examples of good old-fashioned customer service. And joining me today is my husband, Stacy Doty. Oh my gosh, and is that important? That is so important. Finding a good, reliable, honest mechanic, and especially when you're um, when you're a woman, finding these things and having people respond to you is really more of a challenge. And I want to thank Zach for that input. I also want to thank Trudy Cross. Trudy Cross is a person I, a woman I worked with at Eisner Grocery Store many years ago, and. Last year, too, she recommended auto, truck, and farm repair service for my for automotive needs. And I was needing to switch my automotive repair because I didn't feel like I could trust the one that I had been using. Well, one day I noticed a very large grease spot in my garage and splashes of an oil-like substance on the passenger side of my car. I was pretty frantic, not knowing what was going on. But I drove into town, which is about 10 miles. I drove into Auto Truck and Farm, and they said they were able to look at it right then. So after a short time, Amy, the uh, the office woman, came out, and she told me that they had had my car in a lift, and they checked several options of what they thought might be wrong. Um, she showed me pictures on her phone of the undercarriage of my car. They could not find any mechanical issue and thought that I must have driven through whatever that substance was. And after all that, I got, I got out my card to pay, and Amy said, no charge. Well, I was stunned. <laughs> I'm still stunned. But not only did I become a loyal customer that day, but so did Stacy. Now, I trust these people. I trust them implicitly because I, they have, they have, uh, they're always very upfront. And, and just like Zach said with the company he was talking about, if they don't think that you're, you know, what you need to have done is 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 worth it then they'll they'll give you other options but they're very honest and that means that means a great deal it really does and they have never had anything but great customer service so big shout out to Auto Truck and Farm in Mattoon Illinois so Stacy what's next what's Vicky Williams say Vicky Williams writes uh, I just bought a stove and a refrigerator from Randalls and Arthur a salesman was very knowledgeable. Delivery guys knew what they were doing. They installed a microwave above my stove in record time. And Emily Leanne Mockby writes, I have heard great things about Dogtown heating and air, and also great things about Major's repair. I've never used anybody personally, but those I've heard great things about and know the employees are great. Thanks, Stace. Nancy uh, Gerald writes, I worked for customer service for years at a Pfizer plant. 
My customers were doctor's office, hospitals, and clinics. So I expect a lot and rarely get it when I call customer service, but I am good at negotiating with them. Diane Lathrop writes, I always start out friendly and polite. If I don't get the response I'm after, I kick it up a notch. I understand that, Diane. If I'm still not getting anywhere, I get into full-blown B mode, we shall say. Not something I ever want to do, but I'm very persistent when it comes to getting what I think I'm entitled to. Sadly, I often have to these days. Maybe it's nothing new, but it feels like things are worse. Civility in our society, she writes, is turning into a rare quality. That is so true. We were, you know, we were, we were brought up. I was brought up. I know Stacy was. You, t- you didn't talk back to your parents. You treated authority with respect. And we're, you know, we're, we're Vietnam era people. You know, there was a lot of lot of things that we um, that you lived through protests and so many things, but you didn't, you know, you still had to respect, you respected others. And you have a whole generation of people who were brought up not understanding no. And, you know, I I can guarantee you if I was, if I was a, a kid now, I know it's a different world. It's a different world with social media, with telephones, with all these pressures and things. But if I had wanted a phone or an iPad or a tablet and I, you know, and because uh, I'll have people say, well, I can't control my kid or I, you know, you can't make him do anything. I guarantee you if my dad were alive, <laughs> he would have found a way to make it happen. Because, you know, if I heard no from my dad far more than I ever heard yes, far more. And so, you know, when people say, well, you can't, you can't make him do anything, I beg to differ. But um, we, we were taught to be respectful and to show civility and respect. And those things have, they have a ripple effect by showing those things. And and the converse is true. If you don't show them and you don't see them and you don't learn them at home, then you don't know even what those concepts mean. And so then next, uh, Debbie Lucas, Debbie Lucas Nail, Stacey, what does Debbie Debbie have to say? Uh, She writes, I put in my two cents worth. I was in retail management for 40 years or more. Uh, It is not necessarily lack of training. It has become more and more that the employees are loyal to the company or the management standards. I was becoming more and more frustrated every day, and I had to correct poor service or mediocre service at best. Every day was Groundhog's Day because I coached to the same service behaviors. The daily thing of get off your phone, smile, be pleasant, daily call-offs for anything and everything. And some of these employees need a better hourly wage to improve their lives and motivate them. I lived in the rock and hard place realm for a long time, especially post-COVID. It was exhausting. I'm not sure what the answer is because of service businesses or short-staffed. It's just frustrating for everyone. The conversation should continue and youngsters need to be taught a better worth ethic. That's my opinion for what it's worth. Well, Debbie, I think that's a great opinion. And from somebody that's been 
in retail management and sees has seen the changes in 40 years, my goodness, um, the deterioration of respect for people for one another is just is cascading. And, and I just like I think that financial responsibility should be taught in schools or at home. Um, I think that this is something that's important. I don't know how we're going to go about other than leading by example, you know, trying to teach people that there ha- that there is another way to be that you can be respectful and and give good customer service to people and uh, and, and we those of us who expect it do expect it. And uh, it's little things and it's big things. But I wanted to share some of my personal wonderful customer experiences. I have recently switched to the Arcola Animal Health Care Center for my cat's care. And oh my goodness, what a wonderful experience it was from where I had gone to before. And, I, you know, there were good people at the place I went to before, but I just didn't seem feel like my cat was getting the care care that they needed. Cats were getting the care that they needed. And in particular, one cat who was almost, well, she was, she was dying. And, uh, we, uh, by the grace of God and the intervention of an angel who, who who called and told me a Heather mama who called and told me about a situation, she was able to see, she helped me save my cat's life. And by moving to this other vet's office, vet clinic in Arcola, the difference is night and day. You know, I got a survey after my very first visit. I got a survey. So, how did what did the parking look lot look like? What did the, what was the waiting room like? How were you treated? And when I walked in and I first saw Dr. Livesey and and her her uh, her jacket says, "No fear." They operate on your animal not being scared to come to the clinic. And then, and then she explained to me what was actually wrong with my cat. She said, you know, you know she has hyperthyroid. Do you know what that means? She has hyperthyroidism. And I said, not really. And she said, she has a tumor. I said, nobody told me. Nobody explained that to me. And um, she was wonderful in, in just detailing things and letting you know that they actually care. That, it, you know, when they, those of us who are animal lovers, when somebody cares about your pet, it means the world to you because, you know, we... Well, we, we, we just we're, we're devastated when we have to part with one. And, and uh, I, a shout out to Dr. To Dr. Livesey and the wonderful people at the Arcola Animal Health Care Center. And as far as health care centers go, I personally think we are so blessed in this little Midwest area that we live in, Mattoon and Charleston, Coles County. We have the most beautiful hospital, Sarah Bush Lincoln Health Care Center. Um, I've only had to be in overnight one time. I was treated so well. Um, I know, like everybody else, there are issues. There are going to be other people that have have another another. Uh, if they've had a bad situation with your with a loved one, you're going to have a different opinion. But uh, I I think we have a, a wonderful, wonderful health heart center at, with Doctor Lakshmi. We were just to see Doctor Lakshmi for my checkup the other day, and did, he didn't say it this time, did he, Stacy? But usually, what does he tell me? He says, "I'm you're gonna." He said, "You're you're gonna live forever." And that why he tells me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. He's a wonderful person. And we also have a regional cancer center that is second to none that is out at Sarah Bush Lincoln. And that I, I went to many sessions with my friend Marilyn Perryman when she was having my late friend Marilyn Perryman when she was having uh, 
chemo treatments out there, and they, they are the most caring, loving, wonderful people I have ever seen, not just to the patient, but to the people who are there with their patient. It's, it almost makes me cry when I remember how well they, how well they treated Marilyn and how well they treated me. And uh, also, Stacy and I uh, go to the Neoga Clinic, and the, uh, also a part of Sarah Bush Lincoln. Go to the Neoga Clinic, and, uh, and Ivan Beam, Ivan Bame is our primary care guy. He listens. He listens, and he cares. And you know, when he says, I'd like to do this, you know, what do you think? And you say, no, I'd rather not. He listens. He, uh, I, I asked him about getting physical therapy for an issue I was having, and once he heard my concerns, he he. That's what he recommended, and I've been I've been going to that. I just again cannot say enough about Ivan Bame and the people that work in that clinic. Uh, it, lifetime eye care. I had to get new glasses, and I again there again my the doctor that I'd used for thirty years retired, and I needed uh, someone else. And Stacy had said he had gone to Doctor Esseray in Charleston. Well, he had recently opened up a clinic in Mattoon. And the difference between the man that I that I had gone to, I really I just loved him. He was wonderful, and uh, my, my 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 concern for my eyes. Um, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, was legally blind. She had glaucoma and cataracts, and her mother was legally blind. So my mother was always very, very, very uh, adamant that we had our good eye care. And when I went in to see. See, uh, Dr. Esseray, I just couldn't believe how different everything was. And they had computers and showing showing what the inside of my eye looked like. And he said, oh, this is this. And, you know, macular de- degeneration. And you don't have that. And thank God I don't have that. But, you know, he, he explained everything. And he said, you know, you know, they have astigmatism. You know, And he was going up and down on his computer, choosing which kind of astigmatism I had. He explained so much to me. That just makes me makes me happy that, that, that they let me be a part of my care rather than just um, writing notes and not, not enlightening me as to what's going on, especially when it comes to something as important as a person's eye care. And so I've had a wonderful positive experience with the that. So thank you, Dr. Esseray. Thank you, Stacy, for recommending them. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and Eclipse. This is another place that Stacy and I uh, share. I turned him on to Eclipse Salon and Barber over in Charleston. Um, wonderful place, friendly, bright. They recently moved uh, last year to a year before to a to a, on the the top of the Park Hill Spa in um, Charleston, and it's everything. It, Carissa is my hairstylist, and Stacy's, and she's wonderful. They're good people. Uh, Libby Trells owns the studio, and uh, she's she's just great. There, the, the, she's got a, a the people that there are their are their guests, and we're treated as guests and uh, treated very respectfully. Another place that I haven't had to use for a while, but that I know I've always unfailingly got great customer service is Battery Specialists. Never. Have I had a bad experience with battery specialists? You go in, explain your problem, and they will they will deal with you in a kind and respectful manner. Very very thankful for that. And a service that I've had to use several times in the last five or six years was Tree Fellers, also a Matt Tune business run by Matt Matthews. Tree Fellers, 
Wonderful, wonderful company. As opposed to the heating and air conditioning people that will never return my call, Matt always returns my call. I highly recommend them to anybody. Uh, and I always tell him, you know, when we've had a storm go through and I've had had trees and limbs and things go, go into my yard that I cannot manage myself, you know, I always say, hey, you know, I know you got people who've got, you know, trees on their homes and you've got, you know, uh, just just let me know when you have time. And that's how we always leave it. And that's how it always works out. You know, I know that he knows I need his service and I know that he will be here when he gets time. I never asked to be moved to the top of the list. I just asked that, you know, uh, I think that that's the only way to be in business is to communicate with your customers. And Matt does a wonderful job of that. He's reasonably priced, too. So thank you, Matt Matthews of Tree Fellers. You've been great. And I, I sell my photographs. I sell calendars. I sell greeting cards. And there are two, two companies locally that I use that have been unfailingly wonderful to me. Pap Printing in Charleston. Nick Pap has a printing shop there and he's just he's just an amazing guy. I love Nick to pieces. He's very when he says he's going to get something done for you, he will. Um, one time we had an issue with some note cards that he, he had suggested that I sell note cards which had never occurred to me. But I decided I would go that route and we had one batch of cards that did not have my name and uh, information, contact information on the back. And, you know, he reprinted that whole batch and he let me have the ones that didn't have my name on it, but he also let me, he reprinted it and made it right for me. Uh, again, very reasonably priced, very pleasant. And, and uh, he did everything the time I've been dealing with him. He's had a young son who has been fighting cancer and trying to get uh, through that. And, you know, even such that something so, drastic and so uh, challenging for a parent he still he didn't let that interfere with his business you know he was very very wonderful to deal with and thank you nick pap for your service and multi-print solutions and in mattoon uh, john stanley they've done my calendar for the last five years and you know uh, i had one guy who was who was the design person that guy retired, and we had to break in a new one this year. And he and I kind of we kind of locked horns right off right off the bat after I'd taken in my photo selections. Not because he did anything wrong, because it was just a different. He had a different style and different way of doing things. And once I let my guard down and figured out what he was trying to do, and we tried to got, we tried to get to know each other. Um, they they put out a quality calendar for me. And yeah, we've had a couple issues where our date was, uh, you know, a couple holidays removed around inadvertently in the calendar. But, you know, things happen. We're all human, but they give me fantastic customer service. And I'm always grateful for that. I, I want to maintain those relationships with these wonderful people. So I just want, that's, that's, that's our show today um, about good customer service, and I hope to be able to do it again and share some more wonderful stories um, and and see what we could, you know, maybe there's something that can be, there are things that can be done. It's not a hopeless situation, but I do think that a lot of times it's just awareness. Younger people maybe just don't realize how they come across, you know, when you're uh, when you're being, you know, when they put your food down at a restaurant and you say, thank you. And I was brought up when somebody says, thank you. What's your response? You're welcome. But the last few years, 
I had to bite my tongue repeatedly when I say thank you, and somebody say no problem, thinking, oh, why should it be a problem? It's your job. But there again, it's prob- that's probably a generational thing. But I'm thankful. Thank you, Stacy, for helping me today. You always help me on podcast day. You're more than welcome. Glad to do it. Well, the check will be in the mail, honey. <laughs> right. well, yeah, since this was all your idea to start with, yeah. But uh, well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for if you've enjoyed this this episode of Life on the Illinois Prairie. Please, please like and follow my Facebook page, and I have a personal Facebook page, Wendy Fleming Dexter. I would love to hear from you, and um, thank you for joining Stacy and me. And be kind. Thanks for listening to Life on the Illinois Prairie, the undercurrents of our American life. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to Life on the Illinois Prairie wherever you get your podcast. Stay tuned for more stories, interviews, and updates. I'm your host, Wendy Fleming Dexter. Until next time. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.